Are you ready? I'm ready. Boom! Welcome to another episode. We finally got a name to the to the podcast. Tell me something. Tell me something. Tell me something with Micah and Marcus. I'm your co-host, Micah, aka Wolf. And I'm Wolf. Marcus. AKA Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> AKA Marcus, you don't got no cool nigga. I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. I don't need one. It's all good. So boy, man. <laughs> How you feeling, man? You feeling good? I'm, I'm feeling good, man. I'm I'm chilling. I'm been enjoying the NBA. You know, it's it was a sad defeat since the last time we did this. Went to Philly, checked out the Sixers, but March Madness is good. About to Y'all got Cross, drugged that game. We got dragged. <laughs> we got He's a Philly fan, by the way. Yeah, yeah, Sixers, Sixers fan. We're we going to be all right, though. We're going to be all right. But March Madness, what else going on? Oh, about to, about to head to the UK and Europe for two weeks. So that's good. London, Look Berlin. That boy, that boy living a life. It's a beautiful day in the A. It's the first day of spring. Nice day. Nice yeah. spring day. You know what I'm saying? You know, had a good day. We doing, we doing, we need to. Had a lot of love for the for the first episode that dropped last week. Again, talking shit, doing what we do. That being said, we going to the to the first. We want to start on music today. The biggest drops. There was a lot of music that dropped, but the biggest drops were your boy Benny the Butcher. Butcher coming. He dropped a project. Tana, Tana Talk Four. Tana Talk Four. Yeah. And Lil Dirk. Drop the uh seven two two zero seven seven two two zero, both highly anticipated joints. Both highly received very well. Give us give us your take take on Benny the Butcher. Man, the thing about Griselda that's so amazing to me right now is whenever I set a bar, they continuously exceed that. All three of them together, and all three of them individually. I think seriously. Well, this, this, go ahead. I know Vinny your boy. I know Vinny's Vinny my boy. dude. Vinny your boy. This nigga about to get this nigga all the phrase. It's all good. Because go I mean, the thing is, everybody. Why can't I don't know what's so weird about rap right now? Like, why can't we praise niggas that's nah, really make nah, the music ahead, that nobody nah, praises Griselda probably as much as I do because they make a music that I just need to hear that I just can't get often but the project itself I think is really good you got Alchemist he's gone back to Derringer and and, and really a traditional Benny the Butcher sound but I, I did think he did some experimenting and I thought it went well I mean he had Stove God the back two times joined his Flames I mean it's a solid album I don't know I don't really wanna I checked it out I fucked with it um Good features, of course. The lead single that he came out with it was Johnny the, P's, was the yep. was the J Cole joint. I want just I wanted to go go down to listen listen real quick. My least favorite is the Ten More Commandments. I wasn't a fan of that. I like I actually like the Ten the Ten More Commandments. I like how he actually did it. He went from like twenty down, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And he had Diddy on that shit, so you know he got the stamp. I need it. I need it. He got the stamp of the pro. Who don't want Diddy talking on that shit? The best drawings on the album is Johnny P's Caddy, Back Two Times, and Weekend in the Parish. Those drawings are fire. Uncle Bun, which was a tribute. 38 Special. With 38 Special, which was a tribute to Bun B, UGK for Life, Texas, was very good. That's one of my one of my joints. The Tyson versus Ali with Conway was very good. I like how they, they made a, it was a song about them, basically them, how they always getting pinned up against each other. Yeah. As far as like who's better, who's greater. You know who's gonna get the 
you know, better numbers and all that shit. Benny's he he did twenty thousand his first week. That's impressive for Griselda. I mean, of course, I don't think it's fair to match him up against a, a Dirk or a Young Boy. Those dudes gonna do a hundred, hundred and twenty first week every time. But I think doing twenty k the first week, man, leading with a single like Johnny P's caddy, I think we just kind of seeing the the first level of Griselda growth to being able to work with different acts and try different things. So it's not now he's at Def Jam. Do you, think, do you think at this point, and I think him going kind of, I wouldn't say going back because he's, he's never lost this. I think he just tried some other things on like the debut album or his last album or whatever. I don't think he's he's at the point anymore where it, where it like album sales matter. Yeah, yeah, none of those do. As much as it did maybe two or three years ago. They're never going to sell a million albums. That's just not happening, and I don't think they exist in a space where I'm not saying they want to sell them. Yeah, 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 I'm I'm not saying they couldn't. I'm saying I don't think that's what they shoot. Oh yeah, okay, no. I think they tried to as, as far as just like open up their sound to maybe a bigger market. Yeah, and I mean it's been receptive. I mean yeah, you yeah, see yeah. like they got they got great fan base, loyal supporters. Between you know you got dudes on Instagram, Babyface Ray, you got G Herbo, you got Tucci, you got a lot of people who are embracing the Griselda movement now, and it's like. Yo, for people of different age categories, different regions of the U.S., they doing international bookings now. I think like they just starting to really get the mainstream notoriety that they probably deserved a long time ago. Because now, I mean, when you think about New York music, you think of Griselda. And they're not from New 100%. York City. They're from Buffalo. So it's like, look at the impact Buffalo has had now on New York City. Anybody that's fucking with that New York sound as they are in that realm I think you got to give them their props. Like, they they definitely uh, holding the flag down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, Benny's cool. I, I fuck with Benny. I still am more of a Conway fan. But Benny, he definitely, he did his thing. He did Kanye, his thing. I mean, I like Conway, but he's just not really, <laughs> not, not my guy, man. Like he's just Conway, not... my nigga. Conway the machine. What yeah, I up? mean, I, and I hate to pit them all against. <laughs> Each other like everybody got favorites. Benny's just my favorite. Yeah, and I ain't gonna lie though. I don't, but I ain't gonna all lie. three of them I really. Westside really is fan. is turning into hey, yo, like, hey, yo, hey, yo, got, hey, like, yo. ghost face high pitch. Yeah, he's the curator rap. too. He and got I, a good I like, vision of yeah, it. I like how he been putting it together these last few. I always kind of have. It's just I had to get used to it because it's it's a lot when you first hear it. You know what I'm saying? It's do 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 boop 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 every five seconds. Baby woke up <laughs> exactly. There's a lot of great artists on the Griselda roster that don't get enough love. Two of them, Boldy James and Stove Guy Cooks. I'm glad Kevin Durant tweeted Stove Guy as one of the best rappers alive because that is that. that is true. Because, man, this dude from reasonable drought to now, from the last year and a half, two years, he's been on a super tear. He got features with Chains. Of course, he's been all over Griselda doing freestyles everywhere, just putting out a lot of music. And then Boldy James, man, I think he gets overlooked for... Yeah. He, he, he's he been in the game a while. He's been around. But, you know, when you think of Detroit and you think of the Detroit sound right now, you think of Vezo, Babyface, Ray Doug, and and so on and so forth. But, man, Boldy James is arguably the hottest rapper on yeah. Brazil. And if you haven't checked him out, man, I mean, he's got some really, Boldy, really great Boldy, you know what it is? And, I'm not, and when I was looking at it, I'm not surprised that somebody like KD said that because KD's... He's, he listens to a lot of music. Yeah, he's yeah. more our age, but I'm just saying, like, we from that drug era. Yeah, yeah Like, yeah. we're very much infatuated with the drug innuendos, yep. you know what I'm saying? The drug lyrics, that type shit. Because it it 
it related to a sense like even if you don't sell drugs necessarily, it's just a hustle mentality. Yeah, yeah. Compared to now, and it don't look like it's going nowhere no time too. It's op music, and the op music is is just taking over. It's like, don't get me wrong. It would be I was talking this other day. It's like, don't get me wrong. Everybody had like a I'll kill you bar that that type of shit or I'll shoot you type of. But now it's like. These niggas, it's the whole bar. It's, it's Every song, it's a culture. Yeah, it is a, a culture. It, it's just like so. Somebody else that's maybe a little bit younger, I, I know this for a fact. Would be like, nah, they ain't talking about nothing. They like the nigga that be, you know, shoot him up, bang bang, gun to your head type shit. And that's cool. Two di- two different generation generations, two different tastes of music. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I'm just glad, like you said, I'm glad there's still like a place. Yeah, for yeah. that still because that's I ain't on front. That's New York, New York rap in a nutshell, mafioso drug type rap. You know what I'm saying? Nineties, yeah. if you want to say nineties era rap, that's what really took over. You know, and that's what really like generated and cultivated the sound. You know what I'm saying? From from being from being a southern nigga, being a south nigga, that's what we always saw: the Biggies, the Jays, the Nas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The Wu Tangs. You saw them on the mafioso rap, the drug rap, and it's like. They rapped a certain way, you know what I'm saying? Like a Stove God, like a Conway, like a Benny, you know what I'm saying? So, dope album. Definitely go go check it out. That was one of the new ones. The next one is is Dirk shit. Uh, Lil Dirk seven is it seven two two zero? Seven two two zero. Uh, did you check that out? I did. I did. I checked out the videos. I did not check out the whole shit. A lot of a lot of I've been I've been fucking with the videos. They've been going on. The thing with Dirk, and I checked out his, uh, I did check out his interview with Gilly. Dirk is an interesting guy, man. I'm not going to lie. Dirk is an interesting guy just as far as just like his situation because Dirk's been rapping a long time too. Been rapping a long time. Dirk been rapping long. This when he was, you know, haircut Dirk. You know what I'm Smirky saying? Yo. And this, you know what it is? It's it, it hits different when the streets call you something like streets was giving them like the voice of the streets every so often you get them ones that be like the futures the uh the jeezies you know what i'm saying like yeah. the streets just anoint you um to the music it's very out music um if you want to if you want to hear some shoot them up bang bang shit that's the one <laughs> like that's the one that nigga i love their music i'm not a fan of the auto tune i feel like the melodic auto-tune combination they kind of drive that just and they run it into the ground but mm-hmm. i do en- enjoy dirk's music because i agree with you it's like if you follow dirk career you know from when he was smirky to really now it's like he's trying to start something new mm-hmm. going a different way you, you know you, you count you take your l's but you gotta take your dubs too so you know he's trying to really Find a path out of drill rap and really, you know, living a life of somebody who you write supposed to move like someone who is a, he's a superstar. Mm-hmm. He can't yep. move like, you know, he's just a starter now. It's like, he's the one, he's the chosen one. It's like, you do 120K in the first week, man, that's yeah, that's he's, impressive. And con- congratulations to him for uh, having the number one album. Yeah, it's hard. Uh, definitely big congrats for him. That's his first one. Um, and life is about growth, right? Like, I, I don't think like, the music that somebody makes today should be the same the music you know they make in five years. Now some artists get away with that, but it's good to see growth for them. I, I just wish the the music itself, the the sounds and you know would progress a little bit. But the content of the music itself it, it has progressed, and I think he's probably sounds a little more emotional, you know what vulnerable it is? And, and, on the album. And what he was kind of he was kind of saying it. Um, 
in his interview, he knew this was important because he, he felt like he's grown a, a lot of fans from the just the Drake feature and just getting like a big Khaled, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just kind of dipping his toe into a lot of other people's fan bases that might have came to his side and became a yeah, fan. Yeah. So he did a lot of introducing and a lot of just like showing them into his world. So a lot of the fans that may have been day ones or whatever kind of felt like like how you felt. They kind of like, like, you see the growth, but he kind of like stayed because he, he kind of wanted to give like the foundation yeah. if you've never listened to a Lil Dirt record before. So I respect that. And I, I definitely understand because this is probably, no doubt about it, his biggest. It's his first number one. Yeah, it's his biggest project of his career. And it was probably his most important because you're not, you don't get too many of these opportunities. When you the one, they know you the one, and they expecting you to be like, you got to give us something. So, and he delivered, man, 120, like you said, over 120,000. First week, number one, number one record. Yeah, man, it's good. Taking out that goddamn Encanto, because that motherfucker been killing niggas. <laughs> the Disney drone? Hell yeah. But uh, shout out to him. That's that's two new names being on top of the chart. So that lets you know they doing something right. Gunna. Coming through with the number Gunna, one album, beating Weekend. newer, but Dirk not a new rapper. He's not, but I'm saying to get a number one, that's a new name. Like, he's not oh, known. Got it, got that's it. what I'm saying. So he's doing something right. The fan base, the popularity, something, something's going right. So that's what I'm saying. That's not your usual suspect to yeah, sell sure. 120,000 albums. Drake's exactly. Charles. So shout out to them, like, some new life in the in the rap. Um, shout rack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicago is such an underrated music city. Definitely. Kanye. Speaking of Kanye, Kanye, to just stick, we're going to talk about the doc because Kanye, if you're if you're up to date, Kanye is just doing a lot. A lot of people still haven't heard of Donna 2. Donna 2 wasn't even eligible for Billboard because of the streaming way it was done. He felt like that was a win. I also, in a way, feel like that's a win because I feel like that's another potential way of the music. Yeah, music industry having to adapt because whether it catches on or not, we'll see in the in the in the future, in the near future. But I think it's just a thing where it's just like you just can't because somebody listens to it. Actually, a lot of people listen to it. A lot of people listen to it. For you not to count those streams, he's big enough to be like, well, fuck it. I don't need you. It ain't like I didn't get paid. Yeah. It ain't like people still didn't listen to it. And you can think about the album how you want to think about it, but I feel like I think it was a, a successful rollout and putting out the album the way he wanted to do it because he refused to do it the Apple, Spotify, title way. So shout out to him. But um, he's doing a lot right now. But we'll Too we'll, much. we'll try to give him his flowers for being uh, a musical legend with the Kanye doc. He released the Kanye doc. A lot of people probably done seen it by now. I've 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 saw it. Uh, he dropped a trilogy, um, three episodes on Netflix, and it's basically showing the beginning, the middle, and kind of like not the end, but just like where he is more so right now. You checked out? Well, you checked out at least the first episode. I saw the first episode. It's very nostalgic. I think if you are someone who's our age or a day one Kanye fan, to see Kanye just go down memory lane into here. I remember I remember hearing Through the Wire for the first time and I was like, mm-hmm. ew, what is this? And then I heard it again and I was like, okay, that kind of grew on me. And then the next thing I know, I heard yeah. All Falls Down and I was like, damn, yeah. who was Kanye West? And the next thing I know, he was just through the roof. You know, it was out of him to think like yeah. being that period of quote unquote backpack rap and it was kind of, you know, transitioning from an underground genre and Kanye just kind of took it 
and made it his and turned yeah. it into a, a, in a, a movement, you know, because at that time it was the endish of Rockefeller and kind of creating a new path for that label. It was a lot going on, man. People like, you know, Kanye behind the scenes and really him trying to fight to get acceptance. And like you said, it's mafioso, this drug rap era to where, you know, polos, backpack, like he was just a different dude. And he, he came in and did the things his, you know, his way. And it's good to see that. But I haven't watched two and three. I'm going to um, in the next week or so. But man, it's, I watched. I got two. Kanye fatigue. I'm over. It. <laughs> he's exhausting. Been, ever since he's been working on Donda, he's been going crazy. And he's on Donda too, so that's how you Man, know. Man, I he heard two crazy. songs from Donda too, and I haven't heard anything from Donda too. I mean, I got I, I got an MP3 link of it, and I heard two songs, and it wasn't enough for me to keep listening. After that, I was like, man, whatever. This yeah, is man. just an average, you know, for what if you enter the new music that Kanye makes, maybe yeah. it's great, but I don't think that. I mean, it's not something I enjoy. Now, his productions have been good. I've heard the joint with Alicia Keys, the Fivio, which is the City of Angels or whatever. Yeah. That's that's a nice joint. But other than that, I mean, I've been enjoying more of Kanye's productions than I have been enjoying his actual music. And I'm looking forward to seeing what he does on, on Pusha T's new album. But, man, I got, like I said, I got Kanye fatigue every that's day. Easy. That's easy Kanye, to get. Kanye, Kanye. That's I'm easy to get because he, he's turned into somebody that. A villain, a troll. Yeah, he's a, he done turned into an internet nigga. And that's not, 100%, 100%. That's not what he used to be. He used to be just more so focused on the music. Like, you beefing with Steve Harvey and D.L. Hughley? Come on, man. And you don't want to fuck with them. Steve, by the way, Steve made a great uh, podcast the other day with Ernie Leisure just talking kind of about his uh, his life and how, he, how he's been, came up and the hardships he did. But yeah, Kanye was coming at D.L. Um... Because DL, I mean, he's an opinion, you know what I'm saying? He's a comedian, He, he yeah. said something about it. I mean, you would expect somebody like him to say something about it. And whatever he said, I don't even know what the fuck he said. Yeah, he said something back, you know what I'm saying? And they were going back and forth. And Steve, obviously, kings of comedy, he look, he he holding it down for his man. He was like, look here, man. You don't want us to pull up. Because <laughs> OG Steve, I ain't going to lie, OG Steve a gangster. Don't get Steve fucked up. You know Listen, but the thing is, it's like, why? Why we got to, why we living in 2022? Why we live in a world with Steve Harvey and D.H. D.L. Hughley versus Kanye West? It don't even got to be all this. It, it don't, don't got, it really don't got to be a Kanye's this, wild. Kanye's this out, the, he's spiraling. He's out of control. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of always been it, but yeah, no, he's very, no, he has not. No, been but, like no, 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 no. What I'm saying is, he's always been a, if you're not with me, you're against me type Facts. of Facts. I guess. And that's, and that's, it's just but he nobody's elevated. With him. Nobody's with him. Nobody should be with him right now. Everybody should be against him. His behavior is just his behavior outrageous. Is out it's out of pocket. You know what I'm saying? I hope I hope this gets resolved. With the music was good out. enough to overlook it at one point. Now the music is bad. And he's like you say, yeah, internet nigga. His I think it was only I think it was only sneakers. Good enough. He a sneaker nigga now because yeah, the music. I funny. think it was only good enough to get overlooked because it wasn't it didn't involve like family at the time. It didn't involve, you know what I'm saying? Now it's just like he's become a, a potential threat to people and he's making threats to people. You Why see you what beefing I'm saying? with Pete Davidson, man? You know what I'm saying? Pete out of line too. Pete need to chill too. Pete don't, Pete, but I'm, I'm like, Pete, Pete adding fire to it. But, but, but what I'm saying is, my nigga, I'm in private. I'm chilling. I ain't got nothing to do with it. If you want to keep your family, you got to change your behaviors. It's not on Kim and everybody else to just because Kanye crazy. What nigga? I can't live my life. 
I can't go to the beach with Kim because this nigga's yeah. crazy. Nah, I'm gonna beat her brains out every night. Send you pick like you when, beat her brains means uh the pussy. Yeah, the, the pussies. Not sexually. Yeah, not, sexually. Not, not, not physically. Not, not violent. Not of course not. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like, dude, this dude is enjoying his relationship who with a woman who just happens to be your ex-wife. Mm-hmm. You gotta accept that and keep it pushing. You ain't never took a loss before. Like you took an L. It's not even an L. We all know yeah, he's not good at taking loss. Like just take the L, dog. Not and, and I, keep and it that pushing. Ain't even, that ain't even being funny. It's it's just one of those things. He 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 likes to be right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He likes to be in control. So especially in this particular scenario, his 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 wife or ex wife, however you want to look at it, um, and it's and kids like it just get messy, man. It just honestly, I just wanted get, to get messy. vintage, not even vintage Kanye, but just give me something to be like. I just want him to just chill. Like he can be the the billionaire Kanye, just like you know, let people you know have their opinions and it's okay if somebody doesn't like whatever you got going on. It's not the it's not they're just against like, you. Don't even rap fight. good anymore, man. That's the thing that bothers me. I'm like, all right, act <laughs> foolishness, but your raps suck. I feel you, man. Moving on. That's 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 enough for yay. Yay. Um but speaking of yay, he will be at Rolling Loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rolling Loud put out they uh put out they lineup. And it's going to be. It's in- Yay, Future, Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Cardi, Dirk. I think you got Babyface, Ray. Um, who else on there? Well, um, I tried July. to get tickets. I tried to get tickets to that because I did. You didn't try hard enough. I, I mean, I did. There ain't nothing I can do. <laughs> like, those bots are wild. But, hey, man, resale, baby. Nah, it ain't worth that. It ain't worth going. The thing is, Yay, Future, and Kendrick is it's a, a crazy lineup. Line it's That's a, a dope. You, the heavy if, hitters, the headliners are dope. I'm, if you're the into, like, okay? this is very much. Hip hop now, rap now. Like you got yay. You got Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Everybody that's familiar with Rolling Loud. Miami usually be one of its craziest shows. Um, and the first lineup, just to give you a few, you got Yay on Friday, Playboy, Dirk, Don Tolliver, Two Chains, Yachty, Three Six, Sweetie, G Herbo, Fabio, uh, Money Man, AB's, AB's gonna make an appearance. I forgot Antonio about Brown. that one. I forgot Shout about out that. to my nigga AB Antonio Brown. What's AB gonna perform? His set can't be but like 10 minutes. I don't even think he gonna have like a real set. I think he just, he I don't know what he's set. gonna do. I, he's gonna, gonna, I don't might, know what he's gonna do. My AB gonna be on stage. I ain't gonna lie. The fact that it's AB and he's like, and he's like second row name. Like yeah. he's up there. Like, I don't know what he's gonna do, but anyway, Future's doing Saturday headlining. Uzi Gunner, the baby. I would. I'm. I'm interested. Interested to see the the baby's uh show, like how he's going to get received. I'm. I'm interested to see that. Uh, Gucci Man, TJ Ski Mask, City Girls, Kevin J, uh, Kevin Gates, Soldier Boy, Key Glock, Nardo, Wick, Tusi. Just a lot of big names. I. I was surprised we said it. Ace Hood is going to be there. Yeah, that's Shout surprising. out to Ace Hood, yeah, man. Ace Hood. But Ace Hood still be, he obviously dropping music and shit. To see him on this type of lineup, like, shout out to him, man. Duke Deuce, Baby Tate, Dreezy. And then the big one for Sunday headlining is Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick ain't released no music. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just, just call it a point, but Kendrick hasn't released music since 2017. Yeah. That's five years. He hasn't been featured on shit. Other than the one song with, got uh, the Baby King. with Baby Keem. And Baby Keem's on the night that he's doing it. But it's like, 
I don't know, man. It was it's interesting. Like, don't get me wrong, he's Kendrick is still a big name. He's a top dog superstar. I was just I was I was compared to a little I I really thought that was maybe Lil Baby's chance to get a headline. You know what I'm saying? Well, or somebody like a Lil Baby. Well, I think that it is part of a planned rollout. Uh, I think that Kendrick, you know, between now and July, I would not be surprised if there's some type of. I feel you because y'all he Kendrick already did Lamar the uh, he already did the Super Bowl. Yeah, he already did the Super Bowl. Help uh help do that with Snoop and Dre. This coming out in July is interesting. Um, not to mention he did the shit in November. In Vegas. Yeah. He did the day in Vegas, so he's been doing some big shit. You know, the the last few months. You know what I'm saying? There's there's a lot of ways to get to be popular. And there's a lot of ways for people to crave your content and what you create. And that is to be exclusive. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar is exclusive with his time, how he release, releases albums. He's in a space where he doesn't have to feel pressure from labels. He don't feel pressure from Not fans. He Not don't feel all. pressure from anybody. So it's like, it is kind of refreshing that I don't want... A release from Kendrick Lamar really means something. Like, a lot of artists don't have that. So, it's like, when Kendrick is outside, it's an event. It's something I guess, that's You know what it is? See. I guess, you're, you're 100... I would, I would... It's... it's. I would like to hear something. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I've heard the classics at, at this point, you know, for, for five years. You know what I'm saying? I would like to hear... I would like to hear some new music from him. You know what I'm saying? Even if he didn't have new music, I think for me, it's like... It's still he's a he's a good performer. Yeah, I've he's never, definitely going. He's definitely going to put on the show. I just think you know, ah, you know, it's it may be a hometown thing. I don't know. I just it would have been nice, but I get it with that type of lineup. Yay, Future and Kendrick. I I get it. You know what I'm saying? I, get I think it. we'll get something. I think I don't think that we'll get to Rolling Loud and there won't be. I don't know if there's a single. I don't know if there's a compilation of songs. Yeah, an album mixtape. I don't know what it's going to be. But I think that before July, what twenty second or whatever the um, the festival starts, I think we'll have some type of. And future shout out to future futures like headlining a few rolling louds because he's doing the one in Portugal, Portugal too. Yeah, I saw that. And that's in the same month, so this nigga future is booked and busy. Mega star, <laughs> superstar, superstar, man. Oh yeah, futures, futures. I ain't gonna lie, he he read up on that uh. Atlanta, Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Yeah. At this point. At this point. I mean, the thing with our Rushmore, it has had multiple Rushmores. It's like the NBA, damn man. I think you got one. I don't think it's one. Outcast, Gucci, Jeezy, and then there's one spot left. I think you can expand it. I that's, think you can. You see what I'm saying? Because it. it's like you got to. But I don't think there should be. I think there should be one that's like. Can't be just be ten niggas. It's nah, because you know, you know why six. I would be okay. Because too many six. East Side niggas gonna have. Gucci, Migos, too many more younger niggas gonna have Migos tipping them. You know what I'm saying? Some people might have. I get all that, but I, at I, the saying, end I don't of the day, know if you. If you I don't know if you, South East West. There's a general consensus. It's like I don't okay, think there's a general. Oh, we had it. I don't think there's consensus. a general consensus in Atlanta where there's four niggas that everybody will agree on that should be on there. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I think there is. Because I, I don't think, so. think some of the, the the young niggas they not they not on that level yet. They could be ascending to that level and trending towards well, that. Well, future's the only one that's the youngest within the past decade. Decade, right? So it'd be future, tip, Gucci. So you didn't even say tip last. Outcast. I'm just saying it's about those would be the seven or eight names that you could kind of say okay. Then I think from 
eight, you could see, realistically people, get. I think people, you put Migos on there too. Like I said, it's I'm Migos. Saying a lot of people would put Lil John and Migos on there. Lil John's not on there. I'm sorry. It's Lil John's a super mega gazillion trillion star, <laughs> but he's just not. It, it's not just about popularity. It's and about JD. yeah, but JD's still not on there. He's he's you can and that's not a, that's not to say that that's bad. It's like it's a toss up with five or six names. You know what I'm saying? Like I in think, LA, I feel like everybody's gonna say Snoop. In New York, everybody's gonna say Biggie, Nas, Jay. You know what I'm saying? I think that's at least for the foreseeable future. That's gonna be saying, like you said, five five years. Niggas, a lot of niggas gonna say Thug. A lot of niggas might say Lil Baby, depending on how he do it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's how these niggas roll. They don't give a fuck with Jeezy or Tip. Or no, that, and that's, yeah, that's say. what I'm saying. In five years from now, I think there's going to be a, <laughs> like, we can't it. envision, like. That's weird. That's how niggas think But, about. yeah, that's what I'm saying. We can't envision somebody saying, oh, Gucci ain't my goat. But I think in yeah. five years, you know, that's just how it happens. And I yeah. think people who are just so big, now Gucci could be one of those ones that just, it doesn't matter the generation, the time period, no nothing. Mm-hmm. He's gonna automatically be solidified, you know, his spot as being one of the people in this city. But we'll, we'll see, man. I mean, it's speaking on Atlanta shit, staying on the Atlanta topic, uh, going into sports. I wanted to talk about the Deshaun Watson shit because this has been some of the most <laughs> niggas is really niggas is really showing their colors, man, with this Atlanta shit. Deshaun Watson is a good player. Deshaun Watson got traded to Cleveland Browns, by the way. And he made a smart move because they have a line, they have a running game. So that means he's not going to get hit, hopefully. Some defense. They got defense, too. They got – but I'm just – he can only speak on the offense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He has a line, what he didn't have in Houston. Yeah. He has a running game, what he didn't have in Houston. And they can get some ple- some pieces because they have cap room. Atlanta, as much as, like, great – everybody want to get Matt Ryan the fuck out of here. I get it. I'm not one of them niggas. I'm one of them to just ride out the second. I'm not the biggest Matt Ryan fan. Don't get me wrong on that shit. But it's like us getting Deshaun Watson with no line, no receivers, no running game, and still over the cap taking on his contract would have been a waste of time. It would have been a waste of time. Like I, I, don't, I don't like how he did Matt because Matt is a Hall of Famer. Matt is... So what? Damn. What I'm saying? No, 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 no. I'm, t- I'm talking about the organization. You know what the like organization the said? What you know saying? what? I'm going to tell you what the organ- how that organization feels. No, that's cool. But what I'm saying is how does that look to potential people that we trying to get free agents? It's like you did your best like that? You know what it says? But this is why we, we can't winning. get niggas. That's not true. We not we winning, winning, though. That we are at least we making winning. the attempt to win. Nobody around. We view it like nobody around. I get we would have had Matt, to trade more draft picks. That's less people that can help build our team. Now we like it all know did, it was it was bad, man. It was bad. The thing is this: I'm glad it didn't happen. It's I'm, a it's a numbers game, and the only number that matters is one, and that's that position in quarterback. If you it it all starts there. If you can solidify that position, if Deshaun Watson would have been solidified, he's an upgrade from Matt Ryan. But you don't have a good team. You don't have no line. You don't got no pieces. So you destined to fail. My thing with Deshaun is if you get a Deshaun, an elite quarterback that can't like do what he do because he's scrambling and running for his life and he has new pieces or nobody to throw it to, he's going to get the blame. 
Well, I will say this about Deshaun Watson. He hasn't really played with great offensive lines. That's been the thing about him, that he has played so well. That's why I do think that's Cleveland why he, was. that's why he wanted to go to Cleveland. And it's like, I've played so well with a bad offensive line. I think great quarterback play masks a lot of holes mm-hmm. on your team, as we've seen with Joe Barrow. Matt Ryan's good. He's not great. Deshaun Watson's great. And... Talent wins out over character every single time. 100%. And the money that you see on an NFL contract is fake money. We've all seen. That's why I'm like, I don't see how anybody that if you're an Atlanta Falcons, like, I get it. Are you a Super Bowl contender tomorrow? No, but I think you're in a much better position. You're going to have to eat some cap money, but I think there's ways in the NFL that we see that you can restructure, you can unload picks, you can bring in picks. There's a lot of ways to get to the outcome that you want to receive, and that is, damn, if we can get Deshaun Watson, we can figure out the rest of it. Because if the quarterback position is the hardest position to figure out. But you're talking about an organization with a history of not being able to figure it out. But you got to keep trying. That's the thing. That's like the coach, like the coach GM Ryan Ballard said last week. That's the only position that you just keep trying at. You this keep my, throwing shit at it, and that shit well, is money I've, until you figure it out. Okay, to your, I feel you. I agree with a hundred percent everything that you said, right? But the fact we was hyped because of the old oh, Deshaun want to come home. He has a great uh, relationship with Arthur Blank. He's from the city, from Georgia, and shit, and he still chose not to. Why? Because our organization is not. He's like Houston, but he don't want to be in another Houston type of way. Even though we got new people, we got a new GM, we got a new coach, and I want to give them a clean slate. But my thing is we don't have the pieces yet that we're still trying to clean up, and Deshaun don't want to be with it. Like, get, you need somebody like him once you already got some of those pieces going in the right direction. Well, that's and we the don't reason, got them pieces going the in the right he direction. he didn't choose Atlanta is because Cleveland told him they were going to give him $230 million. And that's my other point. We don't got that money to give him. $230 million. <laughs> we don't got that money to give him. Even with trading back. We don't got that money to give him. I don't think you heard what I said. Two hundred. I heard you. All these niggas dollars. getting crazy shit. But Quarterback salaries are out of... You know, if Deshaun Watson gets $230 million, look, just go ahead and give already, Lamar Jackson... Go ahead and give Lamar Jackson at least two fifty. I think niggas is 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 demanding what they want to do now, like rest going to going to Denver type shit. I feel like the players or not players, quarterbacks are getting more so like I want out, I want to go because Aaron Rodgers had Green Bay hostage, yeah, and he got fifty M's per year out of this shit. Devonta said, "I'm out of here." Devonta said, said, "He out," and they trade him for nothing. He got, but he got broke off. He got broke off. But Devontae is the best, or arguably, I say he's the best receiver in football. And you trade him first and second round, it's like, that ain't enough. That ain't enough. But you you get what you agreed to. It's no, like, I agree. That's why I said they got hoes. It's like, y'all didn't get not one receiver back? I mean, but I don't think you get hoes when it's like, you don't have no leverage. When a player comes out and say, I'm not playing. I'm a fine. And I don't care. You have no leverage. And that's what and that's the point we making on some NBA shit, like setting the tone with like, I don't want to play. I'm not gonna play. And now these niggas are getting rich enough to sit out yep. or hold out and yep. shit where it's like, nigga, I'll take the year yeah, damn for sure. Cause I got I mean, if, 80 if mil you, guarantee. You, yeah, I was about to say, if you if you're gonna guarantee <laughs> me 80, you're gonna take five. Okay. You know what whatever. I'm saying? It's care. like so yeah, it's like the NFL is getting real. Cause I don't know what the fuck we're gonna Matt, man, because Matt, I think he's chilling, but yeah, I mean, y'all, y'all keeping him now. We I mean, keeping him, but I don't know. They saying it's like he ain't happy, and he's I understand. Get it. over it. 
No, nah, but Matt could definitely be like, I want to go to India. You know, like I would say, he could go somewhere else. Well, the Matt's, the whole issue with the Falcons deal that really broke down too was people are hesitant, and t- as they should, taking on that Matt Ryan salary. So it yeah. would have to be a it's third a team deal. It's, it's a big price. So I'm it's sure Arthur Blank is like, hey, man, I'm sorry. Hey, Arthur, I want to leave. Oh, okay. Well, Matt, I mean, Matt solidified as, you know, he's, he he plays a pivotal that was saying, He might Falcons not be the history. most popular Falcon, obviously. But he's probably the best. He is the best Falcon ever. You know what I'm saying? He's not the most popular. We uh, we all know that. But he's he's Vic's the, the most popular ever, and Matt Ryan's the best ever. I think that's a fair assessment. He's by far the best quarterback that's played in Atlanta. Best player ever? Yeah, I think he probably is that too. <laughs> he probably, yeah. Well, you know a lot of people, the thing, I don't put Dion up there because Dion only played three years. Yeah, Dion don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we're talking. His we talk, prime years were saying, not in the yeah, If we're talking about just career and a uh, player, yes, Dion is the best because he did play for us. But as far as somebody that playing for us in a Falcons jersey most of that 10 years or whatever, I think, I think. Uh, Matt, number one. Matt has been the cons- consistently the best player you ever had in your organization ever. I can't think of. I'm biased, man. But who's the other player that's consistent? Julio. Nah, Julio Julio's a first. Julio is a first hall, first ballot. Oh, hall for of sure, fame. absolutely. He should. I think he that should. makes all the difference. You know, Matt Ryan's a first ballot Hall of Fame. I don't know if Matt Ryan's a first ballot. In, I think in, Matt Ryan in terms of in. quarterbacks today, I don't think he's a first ballot. Hall of when fame. when he retires, he's gonna be. He gonna get in. Eli Manning is gonna get in. Eli has two of them things. I don't give a shit. You know that. And 25. You can't talk about Eli's a man. He's not, but he's not better. He's not a better he's player. Not, than I, I'll agree with that, but you know, that doesn't matter. That's just corny, man. It's a politics game, but I do think Matt Ryan, yeah, he's the best player in Falcons history. By the way, March Madness going on right now. I wanted to just touch on this. March Madness is going on. Um, It's been crazy. Everybody's bracket, I believe, has been busted. Yeah, Kentucky. So right now, Gonzaga's still in it, Arkansas still in it, North Carolina still in it, UCLA still in it, St. Peter's, Cinderella, they in it. Um, Michigan is in it, Kansas is in it, and Providence is in it. Those, those are the ones that just got into the uh, Sweet 16. Villanova too, they beat us today. They beat Ohio State today. Villanova in the Sweet 16. Villanova played today, they beat Ohio State and Duke, Michigan State played today. Duke won. So Duke and Villanova going to advance. Okay, bet. So yeah, man, I think everybody's brackets have been busted. Pause. Pause. Nobody (laughs) has, uh, (laughs) nobody still to this day has won that shit. Terrible. Won what? The bracket shit. Like, what you mean? Got a complete bracket? Yeah. There has to be one person. No, nah, because you know it got to be perfect. There's been, there hasn't the been there hasn't been one perfect bracket ever. Ever. Not one. Not Damn, one. That's wild. Not one. Bro, to get, I don't lie. And it's that, hard when you think about it statistically. It's, it's so, hard it's, to shit because it's only just it's one know. game. It's random. Yeah, it's, it's random one game. And if you have a bad day. You losing to the 16th yeah, seed going home. or the 15th seed. And it's easy to put like, oh, one all the way to the to the final four. But if you don't do it the right way, it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? It's like, just something about these Cinderella schools with these white boy guards that just be <laughs> fucking gunning. They just be like, I mean, literally, it is the same formula. The Cinderellas that advance got the same formula. They play they play small, they're long, and they, they shoot. Mm. And they run tempo. 
And then you got teams that are super talented, like Kentucky, who play with no tempo and just rely on talent. And next thing you know, these dudes are going on an eighteen to six run. Like it's just it's, it's impressive, man. Yeah, they said zero, zero brackets, <laughs> zero brackets, perfect after twenty. <laughs> College basketball as a whole has just hasn't been enjoyable, but I do come back to watch the tournament. Like it's just something about it. That was really it, man. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I did want to say something about the Ryan Coogler shit. Yeah, that shit yeah, was, yeah, that shit was wild. That shit was wild, man. If you don't know the story, Ryan Coogler, because I've heard both sides of this, and it's just like, uh, I just, like, either it's, way yeah, it's, dumb. Yeah, yeah, it's dumb. But either way, Ryan Coogler went to a bank, slipped a lady a note. He had a mask and a hoodie on for people with reference. That don't fucking matter. It's a pandemic and it's cold. Right. You can have a fucking mask on because of the pandemic. You can have a hoodie on if you have a hoodie on. Not a ski mask, by the way. Not a K-9 ski mask, like a, a mask, COVID like mask. a COVID mask, like a, you know, the blue joint. Handed the lady a piece of paper that said he wanted, what, 12000 12 bands, yeah. Won 12000 out of his banking account. Lady asked for his ID, scammed his ID, asked for his PIN number, gave, him, gave her the PIN number to his account. She tripping. You know what I'm saying? Um, calls the police. You know what I'm saying? Thought it was a little fishy or whatever. Police come out. They draw on my nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or at least was going to. I don't think yeah, they yeah, fully yeah. draw, but he was about to. Nigga didn't have no weapon. Ron Coogler had no... I don't want to call him nigga. He's not... A, Ron Coogler, a black man, did not have any weapons. That's his bank account. He gave his ID for his account. The man... Slipped it. First of all, you have a mask on. Maybe you can't hear me. Second thing of all, that got understated. He has a speech impediment. Yeah. So maybe you couldn't understand. I'm giving you whatever. It's my business for my for my thing. My thing with the black lady. That's the bank teller. Cause I've heard both sides of this. People's like, oh, he shouldn't. It's he did everything right. I don't care how suspicious I look. If I'm going there and I give you my ID or whatever, I could be looking around. Shades on, all this shit. All this shit is my shit to my account. That's, and I just want my 12 bands because they my 12 bands to have. The thing that was crazy about it to me, when I found out Shorty was black, I tried to put myself in her position and say, okay, you know what? If somebody walks into the bank and has glasses, a mask on, and a piece of paper, I think that's where she stopped right there. Once she got mm-hmm. the piece of paper, her brain was thinking... Oh my God, it's a robbery. It's a robbery. It's a bank robbery. And I think no matter what he said or did from that point on, it didn't matter to her. I really wish she would have took the second to just read the note, ask him, say, hey, yeah. everything okay? What I think there's different ways to get to a better outcome and not escalate it to that point because I'm with you. And it's that's like, my thing. It's like, and that's not even my problem with her, honestly. It's not my problem that she was scared or felt like she was in danger. It wasn't my problem that she called the police. I had a problem that after all said and done, she said, good job to the police like they had caught a villain and she didn't apologize. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? My man Ryan, he going off, he like, bro, this is my bank. I gave him my ID. I'm suing y'all. Yeah. Like, I'm suing the bank. Because it's like, bro, it's nothing, it's nothing that happened during the exchange. I didn't yell. I didn't threaten you. Yeah. I didn't say put the money in the bag. You know what I'm saying? I didn't come at you crazy. 
I slipped you a note, something he said he's done before. Other bank tellers said that's not just a total unusual thing to happen. I got a problem with that because say that would have been a cop that would have just been on go. Say that would have been a cop that would have been on go that you called. Yeah. And now we got another black man shot potentially dead. The thing that's just... That's my problem with it. My whole problem with somebody who's been... And I I say this from as a former military member, somebody who worked in combat arms, is I don't think cops are trained really well. I don't think that they have the training necessary to de-escalate situations. I think when they arrive to situations, they automatically assume that the... And I get it, right? When you're in a position to where it's a life or death, yes, you probably should assume that your purpose, you know, a suspect may be armed. But mm-hmm. I think there's a way to de-escalate the situation and to come into a bank, you know, guns drawn. It's like not everybody's anxious. The teller's anxious. Ryan's anxious. The cops are anxious. It just creates a really, really bad environment. I really wish Shorty would have stopped and, and really took a second to kind of process what was going on. But, I mean... Is an unfortunate situation, and I'm glad that it didn't end in another, you know, innocent black male getting murdered by police who, you know, oh, being over aggressive. Yeah, it's an interesting situation, man, because you know, thinking about it, it's like, especially in a place like Atlanta, man. If I got twelve thousand, I'm going in the bank. I'm trying to be as discreet as possible. Exactly. Like I'm just trying to, bro. Look, I don't know who might know me. I've directed move. Like I'm just trying to look, stay incognito, get what I need, get in and out of the bank. And I do think, you know, of course, they all do the. Oh my God, Mr. Kegler, you know, we're so sorry. You know, we're gonna do better. Trend this and that. Yeah, fuck all that, man. Do you understand like why people are upset? It's not about you calling the police. It's just like. So many, and then a lot of skin folk ain't your kin folk, man. It's like we just assume that because somebody's black that we all speak the same language and we all see the world through the same lens. Some people don't do that. She could, she may be a black woman who sees the world completely different and says, you know what? I, I, I'm loyal to this bank. This is my employer. Here's how I view the situation. I get that. Like, I, I, that's something I struggle with too. And I'm like, but you black, you understand the struggles that we go through. She may not view it like that because after her, she wasn't very remorseful after the situation. She at wasn't, all. and that was that was my problem with it. Like, okay, she did call the manager, but it was just handled bad because Bank of yeah, America. It was horrible. I'm seeing like Bank of America. They did issue an apology saying it shouldn't never happen and shit like that. But it's like you're damn right, it shouldn't have never happened. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't have never happened like, duh. You know what I'm saying? It just go to show you the two worlds we live in. You know, there's a black America and then I call, I don't even say white America. I just say it's black and everybody else. It can be other whites or the blacks, Latinos, whoever. But it's like, man, when the type of things that go on in our community that happen to us and it's because of a lot of bias, right? Like, and it's bias yeah. between one of another or bias from another race, another gender, sexuality, whatever it may be, man. But I'm, like you said, I'm glad nobody was injured, man. I think this can be a learning lesson to just stop and to, you know, like communicate. Like that's really what it was. And it's like, man, a breakdown in communication could have really ended someone's life. And that's unfortunate. I really wish she would have been just a little. I'm not saying you got to apologize. I just wish she would have been more empathetic to the situation and say, yes, I understand how my actions could have resulted in this. Yeah, because I get it. That. He w- he has a California state license. This happened in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happened in Atlanta. He he had a California state license, whatever. And she saw a nigga taking out $12,000. But it's like, after she alerted the manager, she said, she went straight to the manager and said, we have somebody attempting to rob the, rob the bank, 911 alert and responded. Like, she went straight 
to that. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't no, let me verify the information. I'm giving you my bank card. Yeah, yeah. I'm giving you my ID. If you need something else from me, I'll probably give you that too. Yeah, you, for sure. If you, if you want to go by down the list of questions, like if I'm doing this shit online, my thing is my man just might have just really was trying to be discreet, obviously. And it's like, then when you find out who it is, it's it's just like it all it all looks bad. But again, I ain't trying to attack a black woman. That's for damn sure. But I just I just wish like when it comes to us, I just I just I don't, I don't like us being in these type of situations. I mean, man. I'm with you. I'm with but you. It's like I don't know, man. It's like I hate. You know what it is? It's kind of like when we when we get pulled over by police and we do exactly what we supposed to do, and niggas still get shot. That's my problem. It's like I did exactly what you asked for. I'm still getting, you know what I'm saying? I'm still looked at as a bank robber, a potential bank robber. And it's like, I, I did everything that you asked for. Yeah. I hate that. You do. You comply. I hate it. I don't even like that word, comply. But you do everything that you're supposed to do. Yeah. That they ask. And yeah. they meaning anybody in this type of situation. Yeah. And we still get the short end of the stick. And it's like, and then, and then somehow we did something wrong. Oh, you shouldn't have passed a note. Oh, why are you asking for twelve thousand dollars? Nigga, it's my for hundred dollars. It's my money. Even if you in the bands, you still a nigga. That's what I'm cool. saying. It's like, what do you want? You want me to ask? It would have looked real fit of like, hi man, I need a quarter I'm black, million. And is it okay if I have twelve thousand dollars? <laughs> like, like, I need a quarter million because I'm nigga, Ryan Cooper. Like, it don't matter. It's my bread. Two worlds, man. It's two worlds that we live in. That's how we gonna end it. We yeah, done, yeah. We done, talk, we done talked a lot, man. We done talked. I'm gonna a come lot. back with some stories from the road. Oh, we'll yeah, take this on the road. Yeah, my man going to London Cheers, Town. Cheers, mate. <laughs> London Town, Berlin. So I'm going to try to get into some to some black things while I'm there. Check out some clubs. Um, See what, see what the black locals do, man. Man, fuck that. Man, see what the hoes is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be scaring the hoes, man. <laughs> Hey man, don't get don't get it mixy out there with the with the Russians though, cause they ain't too far away. Man, nigga, they done got the Russians the hell up out of there. Russia, Russians ain't welcome around the world no more, man. They done got them niggas. You already know Russians, Russia looking for places they not welcome. <laughs> <laughs> they keep the door down, nigga. I laugh now, but I don't want it, man. Look at him, man. Cause China, want... they get with China. We man, I don't want no problem with the Russians. We Russian don't want no. We don't need no world war. Oh, yeah, I don't that's, need no. That's a, that fuck up everybody. Money. Everybody livelihood, like that shit is just bad for business. It is, man. It is. So this shit is still continues, still free free Britney grind. At least at least they know where yeah, she's yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They know where she has just a picture, but she's not getting out no time soon. She's not going no time soon. They say she is at least going to be detained another three months. But at least she's healthy and like exactly. respond. Like that's yeah. really what that man. is. Like, man, that is, time is, it is helpful. But at least we know she alive. And exactly. Like being that kept is, well. Yes, yes, yes. That is definitely good free Brittany Grind. But yeah, she still so she bad. still need to get she still, she still need to get out. Definitely. But yeah, man. That's today's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Yep, yep. We'll see y'all next, next time. time. Yep, yep. We out.